Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330-118-0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation. And let them know Football in Berkshire sent you. Hi everybody. Before you listen to the podcast today, I just wanted to say that when we recorded it, we did not know about Carl Withers and Jamie McClurg moving on from Binfield. Uh, and we also didn't know about Seb Bowman moving on to Dorking Wanderers. So that is why you will not hear us talk about either subject in today's podcast. Bye. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories Chat Podcast with me, Rob Davis, Tom Canning. Hi. And Abby Tysurst. Hello, hello. So Rob, you did we'll that very just... fast. You did that intro very fast then. Are we on a time limit? Uh, well, considering you're the one who's put the time limit on us, yeah. it's uh, very unprofessional <laughs> for you to be interrupting the intro. Sorry. <laughs> you want to talk about what's going on in uh, with you at the moment, Tom, to just add some more time to the well, uh, uh, pod? Yeah, fine. I'm going to have to drop out because I've got a meeting. Uh, but I'll hopefully Yay. be back. I'll be back. Sorry. You'll be back. You'll be back. Rob, do you You'll want to start back. again? I'm really sorry. I interrupted you there. That's all right. I mean, I think people have uh, come to expect a certain level of lack of professionalism, I guess. So, yeah. But, uh, yes. How are you both? How are you doing? Before we talk about the the weekend's football, of what of which there has been well, some. I'm well. Smug. I am very smug. Are you? Just want to go close, in close to the to... microphone so everybody hears that. I presume you're going to tell us why you're smug. I yes. think I know why she's smug, and I think it's going to be the first item on the uh, on the running order. <laughs> we'll wait to get to it. Don't worry. I'll. I'll yeah. Any. Smug um, up the smugness. And so Tom's confused about Abby's smugness. Abby's smug. Anything? Uh, anything else happened to you over the weekend, or uh, should we just uh, get crack on with the uh, first item? Let's go. Let's go. So, first item on the agenda is the FA Cup results from uh, the weekend. So, we had four Berkshire sides in action, and uh, two of them gone through. One straight away, one after a replay, and then, unfortunately, two departing the competition at this time. We had a little bit of a prediction about who may or may not be uh, heading through from this round, and I think one person in particular was uh, vindicated in her choice. Yes, so we had (laughs) Binfield 4, Tombridge Angels uh, nil on Saturday. Abby, why don't you talk us through what you saw in Binfield and how you managed to pull that prediction? I don't think you quite pulled the 4-0 out of the bag, but uh, certainly you gave them your backing going into the weekend. You didn't ask me for a score prediction, to be fair. um... (laughs) (laughs) I yeah, I'm just gonna. Although actually, you have been ribbed slightly about it, and I don't think that's entirely fair because, as you said to Steve, I don't think you wrote them off. But I was just, you know, I just 
just ha- had a feeling it was in the waters. I, I said, I, like I said, they had a, they've had a taste of a good cup run and they're having a good season. So yeah, I just thought, why not back the moles? And so I did. And obviously, they listened to the podcast in the changing room before they went out. <laughs> yeah. said, Let's do this one for Abby. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Incredible result. I mean, thank you for backing me up there, Abby. Like I said last week, it, there's a two-step difference between the two sides. Stip Binfield currently playing at step four and Tombridge Angels in the National League South. Um, so uh, it was a pretty incredible result, really. Uh, I don't, um, you know, I was going to say no one saw that coming, but uh, Abby, you definitely did. So uh, fair play. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, they, uh, they, uh, like you say, Binfield are really going from uh, strength to strength at the moment. They look like they've got a real good squad of players. And, uh, you know, when you can prepare a pitch to the uh, um, exact specifications of how you play your game, then uh, you've got the advantage. <laughs> Yeah, with you. you. Want to elaborate on that, Tom? Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm I... having a field day on socials with this. I'm really exactly, enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, you kind of uh, you kind of uh, run with this one, haven't you, Tom? So why Do, don't you uh, well, talk through? If I if I want to put credit where it's due, uh, Andrew Spires, uh, the man behind Len, Lens Digital, was the one that came up with the the long grass gif, and I shamelessly nicked it. <laughs> um, but it, um, yeah. The, it was it was really interesting. The the annoying no interesting is completely the wrong word. It was not interesting at all. It was really stupid. But the the official Tombridge Angels website match report suggested um, that Tombridge Angels lost because a uh, they didn't have all of their players available. Thirteen players unavailable apparently. Although um, miraculously, a lot of them are, are going to be available. Sorry, the doorbell's ringing. <laughs> A lot of them are going to be available next weekend. I'll pick it up where he left off. Yeah. And also that the uh, pitch was in need of a good uh, cut. But, um, you know, in the actual picture that uh, they shared in that article, pitch looked in pretty good nick to me, is what I'm it saying. So, yeah. sumptuous, I would say. Absolutely, yeah. Yes. Uh, have you seen the goals? Um, I, do you know what? I'll tell you which goal I really enjoyed. I think I, I, I sent it in the group, didn't I? That um, the, the header, the angle on it, it's like it's from a drone, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just want to see all set pieces from drone footage now, I think. Very nice. Well, but yeah, yes, I, I've uh, only one I've seen, unfortunately. Sorry. Absolutely. And uh, oh, go on, Tom. I'll let you finish your Tom <laughs> rant. I did kind of uh, wrap it up for you, but go well, on, you. Uh, I know. Well, I wanted. I wanted to. I don't want to. I don't want to rant. I, I want to just try and understand where it's come from. Um, and obviously, if you're a Tombridge Angels, I, I suppose if I'm a Tombridge Angels fan, is any part of me thinking the reason that we lost is because the ground was too rustic or the grass was too long? When you lose four nil. I'm not really sure. Like, Binfield managed to score four goals in a rustic, long grass ground. Yeah. I just, I mean, rustic. It's just it, that's a strange thing to say anyway, uh, yeah. because the ground, most of the ground, is pretty new. Yeah. I, well, I suppose that, rustic setting up like a, a like a barn where you have a wedding. Yes, exactly. But yeah. I, I suppose it's probably it's probably suggesting that the, the sort of the, the fields behind it and sheep and and stuff like that. I suspect is where they're. I, I just I, I I wonder what what uh, what Tombridge Angels fan is sitting there going, yeah, yeah, that that's why. <laughs> and it made me then just think something uh, something about kind of it, it's maybe that maybe that is how your 
your club feels maybe maybe that's that's what but but what's the projection outside of your club and i and i think sometimes maybe that's something that and having been involved in a club myself as well i certainly never thought about it but maybe it's 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 something that we all need to think about is how we project especially from our official accounts and official website and 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 the and the main club stuff because none of us are pros we're all doing this for a bit of fun but it's how you project yourself to the wider world and that's really really important and and i just think that it's 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 an embarrassing to write something oh, fair fair enough you've got a load of players unavailable Do, they're not aware of the fa cup dates or something there's no there's no under in in the match report there is no explanation as to why these players are unavailable mm-hmm. so you know were they all at a wedding um why are they all available again next week at a rustic I, farm well <laughs> possibly yes um I, I don't know i i don't i don't want to i don't want to necessarily overly criticize this because it was a bit funny and it is funny that 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 uh, that that's happened and that's what they've said i mean the thing is i know for a fact because i was there i was there and i've seen him do it i know that the chairman andy cotton was cutting the grass so um either that or he was just sitting listening to podcasts while driving around on a tractor in his spare time so uh, just uh, i want to just highlight the fact that i think it's something that all clubs need to think about and it's how that how we project ourselves to to the wider world because they've opened themselves up there to something a bit stupid and i think i think if i if i was editing that website i'd probably i'd probably cut that out because it's just a bit fine if you're if it's on a fans forum or a or a or a fan site or you know whatever go nuts go crazy but I, it's just the way you project yourselves and it just looks stupid <laughs> <laughs> they also lost to a lower placed opposition in a similar round of the fa cup last season so it's not like they don't have form for this mm. there you go um, anyway rant over as they say rant over absolutely <laughs> Well, fair enough. Uh, yeah, it was quite funny to read those comments, and uh, but Binfield won't care. Four no, victories well, and on into the next round. Maybe, uh, maybe we've talked a bit too much about Tombridge Angels there. I mean, what a ridiculous score! <laughs> but they've, Binfield did it to AFC Tottenham a couple of years ago when they turned up and expected to just walk it. Yeah, and they gave that was... Sean, they gave Sean Moore uh, all the space in the world, thirty yards out. And anybody who knows anything about football around Berkshire is that you don't give Sean Moore all the space 30 <laughs> yards out. Well, yeah, this was, I think, you know, in terms of result, this was even better than that one. AFC Tottenham were yeah. a, a step above, Tombridge Angels two steps above. And as we know, uh, and Binfield are at a higher level themselves now. So, um, yeah, a cracking result for them. And also your pick, Tom, they uh, got through after a replay, Bracknell. Um, drawing against uh, Chesham United and then last night uh, coming away with a 3-0 victory. So through yeah. into the next round. And a great bit of uh, trivia about um, about the Bracknell results on Friday night. Oh, was there? Do I know this? So you, you retweeted this. So, Did I? Um, oh, exactly, me. yeah. Jordan Isprit, who oh, uh, scored yes. Bracknell's first goal, became the first player score an FA Cup goal in the reign of King Charles III. How about that for a great bit of trivia? Absolutely wonderful. I think 
Um, if I can get it up, we also need to just pay credit to uh, the, the, guy, the guy, uh, yes, oh. the FA Cup fact file, um, who uh, also um, managed to record a really, really excellent bit of, um, they, they didn't have uh, audio, uh, because, I mean, who would, who does have audio uh, of um, God Save, or, or a track, God Save the King, um, of course, now I can't find it as I want to, um, <laughs> as I want so, yeah, to they were going to play it. the national anthem before the game, but um, unfortunately, as you mentioned, they only had a version that said God Save the Queen, so the... Uh, Tanoi announcer took it upon himself to lead the crowd in a rendition of God Save the King. However, it didn't quite go as smoothly as he uh, would have hoped. Eh? Have you got it lined up now, Tom? Yeah, would you like to uh, would you like to hear it? Here we go. Shall we go um on. let's uh da, 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 da. can I do this? Let's hope so. <laughs> there we go. Are you ready? We are. And we can't hear it. <laughs> Good. No. It's so quiet that I don't think anyone's going to hear that. Great. <laughs> anyway, he stumbled over the first word. Uh, God save the uh, quicking, as he uh, pronounced it. But, uh, yeah, for anyone who uh, wants to see the full version, get on to FA Cup Fact File uh, Twitter feed. Uh, Phil Arnett there doing doing some great work recording that. So uh, it was uh, top, top stuff. <laughs> oh, I have no idea if it, you probably no one heard that, I suspect. Um, hopefully uh, they heard that and not Rob. But, you know, we never know. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. It was very funny indeed. But Bracknell go through as well. Uh, a good result for them. And um, our two sides, uh, Bracknell and Binfield, rewarded with away ties um, in the uh, next round. But away ties for both of them against sides from the same step. So Bracknell are away to Yate Town, who are uh, in the same division as Bracknell, currently uh, yeah, sitting below them in the table. And Binfield are away at Beckingham, Beckingham, Beckingham ha- Town. <laughs> I should have stumbled over that name enough, didn't I? Beckingham Town, who are... Um, in the Isthmian South East Division, step four. But uh, they're four wins from four and sitting second in the league, much like Binfield are doing in theirs, although Binfield mm. are four and a four and a half wins, uh, four wins and a, a draw from five. If either side got through, uh, for Bin, Binfield are already uh, at record FA Cup yes. uh, round. Um, Bracknell have been in the fourth qualifying round four times before, uh, the last one being Barnet. Uh, who were then a National League side, uh, and they lost that 3-0. I was at that game. Wonderful day, wonderful atmosphere. The previous time was a cut. That was in 2003. The previous time was in 2000 against Aylesbury United, and they won, and that was excellent as well. Oh, nostalgia coming back for me on that. God, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what the FA Cup does, I suppose. It does. So, yeah, does. brings in... So, yeah, some good games to look forward to. Unfortunately, um, Slough and uh, Hungerford both leaving the competition at this stage. And, uh, yeah, Slough, I was at the game. Slightly, oh, I don't know if controversial uh, uh, circumstances is the right, but they certainly weren't happy happy with the how the game panned out. Uh, leading 1-0 after about uh, 75 minutes, there was an altercation on the side of the pitch, and which I think they thought, 
uh, Worthing should have had a player sent off. I didn't quite get a full view of it, so I can't really comment either way. But uh, certainly from the reaction of everyone around it, it looked like there there was going to be a, a red card, but there wasn't. And from that point on, uh, yeah, Worthing really sort of responded to the incident a, a lot better than Slough and actually went on to win 3-1. So, uh, yeah, they were quite disappointed uh, at Arbor Park after that one. So uh, no cut run for them this year. I'm going to have to leave you here, guys. I'll be back as soon as I can. Very good. Right. Okay. We'll uh, continue the chat without Tom. He's the one that doesn't uh, talk any sense anyway. So uh, <laughs> with that, uh, wrapping up, if we wrapped up the FA Cup results, why don't we move on to uh, Reading Women's start to the uh, WSL season? Probably not exactly what you want to be talking about um, at the moment, Abby. Uh, yeah. I've just put in the running order, Abby laments Reading. So uh, I think that yeah. sums it up. Although, I don't know what Reading would have expected from the game going in. You tell me. I think you put it quite succinctly in the group chat, really, Rob. You put, you hope, plan and fantasise all summer. And then in four minutes, it's Hello Football Reality. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, That's one for the Danny Baker fans among you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've actually, I'll be honest, I've only watched the highlights. I've been very busy myself this weekend, so I haven't actually had a chance to watch the game back. I'm not sure if I really want to inflict that upon myself either, by the sounds mm. of it. Although it seems like we had a better second half, considering we didn't concede any goals. So I have watched the highlights. I don't know, we just look very flat, really. Just nobody really looks like they wanted to play really like it, I just from the highlights and I mean there isn't really any reading highlights it's just watching the transition play but um just everybody seemed to be struggling even to make it to first balls and stuff like that so I don't know but United have obviously I mean <laughs> we talked last week about how much of a blow losing Jackie Cronin would be and she did actually sign for PSG the, after, the afternoon after we talked about it that doesn't seem to have made much of a difference <laughs> um yeah. Yeah, my Letizia just had an absolute stormer. So she's signed from Brighton. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just the, the other thing as well that I really took from it is that we desperately need to work on set pieces. Our defending of our set pieces is virtually non-existent, I think. I think they scored from two of those and it just seemed as though they were like, well, we'll stand in the box, but we're not going to do anything about it. <laughs> so, yeah, both yeah. two of their goals came from that. So, yeah. Not not a great start, not a great start. So, hmm. Man United going to be uh, probably due to be one of the teams chasing Champions League spots, though. So, I mean, if there are any sort of consolations, I guess you could uh, you could say that you know this this is going to be one of the uh, uh, tougher games of the season. Now it's out the way. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's that, I guess. But um, uh, Brighton away next week. Indeed. How do you see that one going? I think I said this before as well. Like we, so we 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 have a really good record against. But I think we faced them seven times and won six. But we just even so even though we've won those six times, we always seem to play terribly against them. But just grind out a win. So um, yeah, I don't know. They could also. I I feel like like chaos mode has been activated this WSL season. Like if you just look at some of the results of like Liverpool winning 2-1 against Chelsea, Villa beating City 4-3. It's just, yeah, I think it's going to be 
all over the place. I'm not sure it's going to be quite as clear cut as it's been in the last couple of seasons. So um, could be a lot of fun. Sorry, say that again. Could be a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I think that make, makes it exciting. The fact that actually, because I did, I did worry last season that we were starting to kind of get into that sort of phase where it's like, oh, it's the same teams finish in the same places every season. But actually, mm. I think where we're starting to see the quality across the whole, the whole like course and across all the league, I think it actually makes, as you say, more exciting because we're not really sure how results are going to go. So. Mm. Um, yeah, like I said, we we seem to always. I think we've only lost once to Brighton. In fact, actually, I was there. That was when I commentated on that game as well. But maybe it's me. <laughs> maybe you're the bad luck. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to be there on Sunday as well. So. Uh, <laughs> maybe know. you always play badly against uh, May Letizia sides. Maybe. So, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's, that's it. it maybe so. Now she's left to uh, uh, Man United. You might uh, be. Yeah. Uh, their talisman might have gone and you might be a little bit you know, better suited yeah there we go so yeah no i think uh yeah so we should we should oh i don't know i don't like being so decisive about it these days you never know <laughs> yeah i think it should be i think we're fairly well matched against brighton like it's not so like like it's not entirely terrifying the thought of going there but yeah I just think we sometimes lack a bit of quality when we play them. We just have to like sort of grind the result out and for- force a result from them. So, yeah, yes, we'll see. We'll see. Very good. Well, um, apart from the WSL, there were obviously some more women's football games happening across the county. Why don't you pick out some of the uh, highlights from uh, the weekend's fixtures? Yes, indeed. I'm not sure it's quite highlights, but FA Cup <laughs> did take place. Um, exactly. Slough were knocked out by Milton United in a very convincing 8-0 win. So um, Milton will now face Ascot in the next round. Um, yeah, I think that was that was Slough's... I, I can't remember how many seasons they're in it now. I just I just don't think they had quite made their FA Cup runs. Um, so, But actually, I think I said last week as well that um, they're probably a bit more keen to focus on the league, I imagine, um, because they're now in Division 1. So I think they'll probably try and give that a good run because they've fairly steadily moved their way up the the tables and up the divisions in in the Thames Valley. So I think they'll be looking to take a punt at the Southern Region next year. So it's probably not necessarily a bad thing that they're out of the Cup, maybe. Um, Equally, Mortimer had their debut Cup game and in fact actually it was debut for the whole club because Mortimer men have never played in the FA Cup mm-hmm. so um, they also <laughs> fell foul to an 8-1 defeat actually but I think props go to Louise Delaney in this case because she is the first ever Mortimer player to score an FA Cup goal and from a free kick as well so I think that's pretty tasty so um, yes whilst it's not the FA Cup results we wanted this weekend I think there's yeah props to Mortimer that's an exciting sort of moment in their club history so um yeah, I think we'll take a positive spin on that one at least, even if it wasn't the result that they wanted. Um, and then elsewhere, uh, Ascot Reserves, actually, they've maintained their insane league unbeaten run. I don't know how many games it is now, probably 30-something, I imagine. But yeah, they kicked off their campaign this weekend, um, winning, I think they also won 8-0, possibly. <laughs> Just lots of eights scored this weekend, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, that was good for them. Um Maidenhead dumped out Ascot first team in the Barks and Bucks first round. That that was a very speaking exciting. to Neil, yeah. Or, uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Well, do you know what? In fact, actually, I had to buy him a drink after the game, even though he came to the bar and he was like, I've come to buy you a drink. But, um, I mean, this is a boring bit of admin part, but Ascot operates a cashless uh, <laughs> and he only had cash on him. So I had to buy him a drink, even Blimey. though he offered to buy me a drink. So He's a man from a different time, isn't he? <laughs> he's 2022 and he's, only, he's not got any means to pay cashless. Blimey. No, exactly, exactly. Uh, so, um, yes, no, we did actually have a nice, nice chit-chat and a good catch-up, so it was good to see him. A really, really exciting game as well, actually. Um, I mean, I obviously am slightly biased, but I don't think the scoreline necessarily flattered Ascot. It was 3-0 to Maidenhead, and I think there was a couple of chances that Ascot hit the bar a couple of times and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, two really, really good sides. And yeah, I really, I actually, when I take away my bias, I really do hope Maidenhead have a good season um, because they did play some really nice football. It was really, really decent, like some really nice... I mean, it sounds strange to say the passing football, but they they genuinely did. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, um, a shame for Ascot, obviously, to be out of the cup, but um, there's still the FA Cup to come and we might meet them at some point in that as well. So we could give them another <laughs> go. Um, I won't Joys, be doing it for Angels and blame it on not having the squad or anything like that, though. Yeah, you can't really blame the uh, uh, grass length, uh, uh, the race course ground, can you? No, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, it's been uh, a good a good weekend all round for uh, a few of our Berkshire sides. I think Caversham got their first win in uh, the southern region as well, so that's exciting for them. They beat uh, Carterton 1-0, and I'm pretty certain Carterton was sort of in and around had they not restructured, they definitely could have been in it for promotion to some regions. So I think that's a big win for Cavisham for them to get that result. So, uh, Very good. yeah, not, not too shabby a weekend for lots of our sides. Absolutely. And talking of, well, one of your sides that uh, is doing very well, uh, if we switch <laughs> over to the men's game uh, uh, briefly, um, Ascot still 100% after a very uh, good away win at uh, Wembley. Wembley aside, who had a 100% home record going into the weekend. Yes, absolutely. Oh, uh, and uh, I presume you were there. You, I was and, indeed, uh, yes. How did it get on? Um, yes, it was a very exciting game indeed. Uh, we nabbed it in the 92nd minute, so that's always <laughs> a, a winner-winner. Um, yeah, just... Both two very decent sides there, really, really competitive. Like a really, just a really decent game to watch as well. Um, yeah, some really nice play. It was quite, quite even, I think, as well. Um, I think either side probably would have assumed we were going to end up with a draw there. Actually, I think either either manager would have been fairly happy with a draw. And then Harry Tucker, centre back, did it again. He, yeah pretty much deja vu of the Langley goal that he scored just maybe five yards further out. Um, also, I mean, our VO camera was a little bit sketchy at the moment as well. And so everybody was like, did you get that on camera? Did you get that on camera? And I was like, well, no, I didn't actually. Mainly because I thought the game was done and dusted. Um, and I was assuming that I was going to be writing full time 1-1. And then uh, Ismail Alastani, one of our strikers, he uh, found himself sort of near the box, but he couldn't couldn't really get through the defence. So he just did a little turn, knocked it back to Dan Price, who then knocked it back to AJ. And then I just, Harry was right in front of me as well. And he was just, he was walking, essentially. I was just thinking, oh, he's just going to try and, he's, his distribution is insane. So I thought he was just going to kind of knock it back across the, like across the field. But um, he sort of 
rolled the ball ahead in front of him, sort of took a little pause and then just absolutely hammered it home and it just smashed into like the top left corner. It was scenes, I think, is the way to describe it. Yeah, it was outrageous. So, um, yeah, he's done that twice now. I uh, did reply to him when he tweeted it saying I'm going to have to get a Theosaurus if he keeps scoring goals like this. So, um, yeah, just a really great game in general, actually. Um, so, yes, it's been a uh, good one for Ascot so far. Good. Well, very nice. Um, and, and yeah, Ascot obviously uh, going very well at the top of the league and only a couple of places behind them in currently in third, Reading City, who are also 100% in their um, uh, start to the season. Played a, uh, a couple, uh, one less game, so they're um, four from four. Um, another win for them against uh, Edgware and, uh, yeah, a comfortable 2-0 win. Um Ascot, would they be uh, seeing Reading City? Do you think as one of the main competitors for the um, uh, for the promotion places this season? <clears throat> what have yeah, your assessments been of them so far? Yeah, I think definitely. So they uh, they're obviously having a good run themselves. So um, they're in and around there. I think there's a few. I think in the next sort of weeks or so, actually. Um, the kind of top teams are due to face each other. So I think just generally speaking, that sort of top half of the table is looking very competitive. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think Reading City are going well. I think they may be potentially surprised at how well they're doing as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, it should be it should be an exciting run, I think. I think it's going to be a really competitive season, just generally speaking, actually, for the North yeah. Division. So, yeah, it should be I a good so, one. yeah. I think Harefield and uh, London Lions also look good, and yeah, there's a you know there's a couple of uh, teams up there that who knows might come into it and surprise a few people, but um, yeah. certainly two Berkshire sides in particular looking very good uh, towards the top of the combined counties uh, division uh, Premier Division North. So yes, I think it's been small right. margins definitely this season, small margins. So small every goal counts indeed. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, uh, before we look ahead to the uh, fixtures for this weekend, I think there's one uh, result we've got to give a shout out to. It was, uh, um, I think Tom picked it as one of his games of the week last week, in fact. Finch Hampstead, um, reigning Thames Valley Premier League, Premier Division champions uh, at home to Reading YMCA. And what was probably a, a bit of a shock result, Reading YMCA turned them over and not just turn them over, turn them over in style. Uh, winning 5-1 at Finch Hampstead, which uh, is pretty pretty impressive uh, considering how well Finch Hampstead have done in that division over the past couple of years and Finch Hampstead having won their first two games as well. So uh, going into the weekend with a 100% record. Um, yeah, very impressive there. And due to a slight quirk of the uh, fixture uh, uh, calculator, um, the reverse fixture is this weekend. So they they now play Reading YMCA. Will host Finchamstead um, at the Cauldron uh, on on Saturday. So a chance for Finchamstead to get some instant revenge, <laughs> but also uh, a Reading uh, chance for Reading YMCA to prove it wasn't just a one off. Mm, indeed, uh, I think they seem to, to have quite, for. Yeah, I think they seem to have quite a good hold on them. Um, just looking at when the goals were scored, it's not as if it was sort of a flurry. I think it was fairly consistent across across the 90 minutes. So, um, yeah, it seems like Reading YMCA had quite a good grip on the game, really. So, um, I mean, I think a lot of people just assumed that it was Finches for the taking once more, didn't they? Whereas 
that's currently sitting in fifth and then even Burfield down in sixth so another I think exciting Premier Division to be keeping an eye on for Berkshire this season as well. Absolutely right. Right uh, well pushing on to this weekend's fixtures and uh, perhaps the highlight of the uh, non-league games at the moment would be the FA Vars. Uh, A full section um, of fixtures we have uh, quite a few Berkshire sides in um, in action uh, with, uh, yeah, six fixtures, including Berkshire sides. Uh, I'll, I'll just list them off. Why not? Ascot are hosting AEK Bocco. Uh, uh, Holly Porter away at CB Hounslow. Reading City are travelling to Milton United. Eversley in California are going all the way uh, over to Bitten. Um, Windsor are hosting Harefield United. And Tadley Kaliva are into Wiltshire to face Calm Town. Um, we've spoken a bit about Ascot and how well they're going so far. Do you know much about uh, their opponents, AEK Bocco, and how are they? How are you looking forward to this weekend? So it's a case of the uh, Cherry Red Records versus the Tool Station this weekend, which I think just sounds an exciting fixture. Yeah, do you know what? They're a little bit of a quirky team, actually. So they were founded in, I think it's 1978. And the reason why they're called AEK Bocco is because their owner, who started them up, uh, was a fan of Argentina. And Argentinian team, Bocco Juniors, were the champions of some kind of Argentinian cup that year, I think. So we thought, <laughs> what? that's the name I'm going to pick. It's AEK Bocco. Yes, so yeah. that's where that comes from. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so there's your fact of the day. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they, I think, well, so they're a step six side. Um, they finished fifth last season. They seem to have a fairly decent one. Um, their, their, their league in general, so they play in the Western League Division One, I think it is. Um, they're absolutely steaming ahead. I think they've played 11 games already. Um, and they're currently sitting in fifth as well. So I think they've won seven, I think it was, when I was researching them. So, yeah, they seem to be having a, a fairly steady season. So um, I don't think they'll be lying down when they come to play us, that's for sure. But um, it's the FOVRs, so you never know. Hi, Tom. Hi. <laughs> You're back. Yes. We're just discussing the FA Vars. I heard. It was very interesting. <laughs> I've learned about AEK Bocco. There we go then, yeah. Very... Um, Tom, as you're back, why don't you try and uh, pick out another one of the uh, FA Vars fixtures that uh, takes your uh, catches awry? Well, it's funny you should say that. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about Windsor versus Harefield United. Mm. I noticed that Laffers has signed for Harefield United. Uh, I don't know whether Harefield United have a long throw, but uh, <laughs> so otherwise, how is he going to score? Who knows? Um, but yeah, with, uh, Windsor versus Harefield United, I think that's an all combined counties north fixture um, yes. at Stag Meadow. So um, yeah, that that should be that should be a good one. I think uh, I've not kept up with Windsor's form just of late. Um, they were doing all right. I think they've they've had a couple of results against them. I uh, could be wrong. But yeah, that, that should be an interesting one. Um, Hollyport versus CB Hounslow as well. Um, a a replica of the relegation decider, if I remember. No, it wasn't a relegation decider. It was the two teams battling against relegation. So they yeah. come together again. Uh, I, I, I'll be honest, I think CB Hounslow are going to get an absolute thumping. <laughs> In that Very one. interesting. Is that your big claim so, of the weekend? I think so. Yes, big claim. Is that your? Uh, so they're your. Uh, I asked you last week for a Berkshire side to uh, 
progress from the FA Cup? Would uh, Hollyport be your Berkshire side to progress from the FA Vars this weekend, Tom? I mean, if Hollyport don't beat uh, a team that is 20th in Division 1, having played 10 games, won one and drawn one, um, Maybe maybe I'd be really surprised if Hollyport don't win that. I mean, I believe that's what you call a banker. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah, all these uh, phrases that come back to haunt you on uh, (laughs) on next week at next week's recording. Sam Sam not going to ring me up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, tell you how how you jinx the side. Um, Abby, I'm going to ask you to pick one that isn't Ascot. Because uh, Ascot's too easy. <laughs> can, can she? Does she know the fixtures? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's the man who never so, knows the fixtures. I know. Uh, um, yeah, I know you will pick Ascot because uh, uh, you know you work for them. But uh, yeah, if, uh, <laughs> if you could uh, look at another one and uh, yeah, choose choose a different side as as we take Ascot as red for your pick. Um, I'm going to go for Reading City. Then they're playing Milton United. Yes. Very interesting there and. I will, if my pick last week was probably the kiss of death for Slough Town, so I don't know if I should pick uh, a team again this uh, Are you just forcing me to pick someone that's not Ascot? So you have to pick someone now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, do you want me to pick Ascot? So that uh, <laughs> I'll put the kiss of death on them. But uh, no, I will pick Tadley Kaliva away at Carlton Town. Uh, I th- I'm pretty sure Carlton are step six. Uh, Tadley Kaliva doing quite well in uh, the uh, the combined counties premier division south they've um they're sort of on the cusp of uh the promotion chase although uh they've uh, they had a good win at the weekend at guildford and uh they uh, have lost a couple but they seem to be to some of the teams right at the top of the table so um no shame in those games and have won more than they've lost, and they're looking pretty decent. So I'm going to go for Tadley Kaliva as my pick for the weekend. Sam will be pleased. Exactly. <laughs> Very good. Right. Uh, well, looking ahead to the weekend in general, why don't we uh, pick out a couple of fixtures uh, that will uh, take our fancy away from the FA Vars? Uh, Abby, why don't you go first? And, uh... um, hmm. I don't know who to pick. Actually, I think I'm going to go for Wallingford. Well, Egham versus Wallingford and Cromarsh. It's going to be my. Oh yeah. Opinion. Yeah, I don't really why have any. Particular... Oh, I, I was going to say I don't really have a particular reason why. Just I don't know. Just I feel like I'd like, like Wallingford to do well. Yeah. <laughs> I just want them to like snatch a win from Egham. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. not having a great season. They've... Should be for Egham. <laughs> Um, I don't really have any beef with Evan when we beat them. So <laughs> no, but it's just exciting when a table that, like a team that's at the top of the table, except for Ascot, gets beaten by a team at the bottom. Um, no, I just like I like Wallingford this season. They're they're an, they look like a great club. I like the new merge thing as well. I just would like to see them do well. They've got a nice they've got a nice logo. <laughs> I'm mainly gunning here because actually I realised the other day I don't have an orange shirt, so I need an orange shirt. So maybe I need uh, to get for orange. the collection. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. they're they're all Wokingham, one of the two. You've got to, yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. Although they're, they're rivals now, aren't they? Really? So maybe. I oh, should... I see. Right, maybe. <laughs> Very yeah, good. Yeah. And uh, Tom, have you got a, a fixture lined I up? Do. For... Yes, um, I am going down to the Thames Valley Premier League. I want to pick out mm-hmm. Reading YMCA v Finch Hampstead. I see. Well, we had a bit of a chat about this while you were away, but Did yes. You? Yes, uh, we were mentioning how you know weird quirk of the uh, mm. 
fixture uh, list. Ah. We have um, last weekend's game reversed and being played this weekend's uh, this weekend. So uh, yes. yes, Reading winning, perhaps sp- slightly surprisingly five one. Certainly, the scoreline would be slightly surprising, but uh, yeah, chance. I think they would have been surprised. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a feeling they were a bit surprised. Um, you know. <laughs> but the, uh, you, you mentioned also that Burfield also lost, so that didn't really help anyone. Finchampton-Hampstead losing didn't actually benefit anyone. Well, there's a couple of other teams towards the top end there who might disagree. Oh, are there other teams in the, the division? I haven't yeah, really. Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> Slough-Heating-Laurentians. Oh, so. One of my favourite named teams ever. Absolutely. Can I just so, add yeah. another one in? Just on. since seeing as you didn't seem to like my pick, um, Woodley are playing Barts County, so that's an all Barkshire tie. So let's go for that one instead. I like yeah, that's pick. nice as well. I liked your pick as well. Okay, just, thanks. No, same as <laughs> same as last week. I liked your pick. I was just a bit surprised by it. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. Well, I'm going to pick Barts County as well. There's two options for people there. Brilliant. <laughs> and uh, okay, so moving on to the Sunday games. Um, which uh, what highlights do we have there, Abby? Uh, as in women's games, do you mean? Is that what we're saying? Sunday oh, games. That's games. a weird. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I don't know. You're really saying Sunday games. Um, yes. So I think we're generally speaking back to sort of league action. Really, um, there is Ascot Reserves will be playing Slough Town. So that's in Division One. Um, Ascot are obviously new to the division, whereas Slough spent last season there. So um, can Slough topple Ascot? That is the question. Um, Mm -hmm. That should be a good one. Um, I think actually Mortimer are back in cup action again. I think it's County Cup. There's just there's too many cups now. It just mashes my brain. There's so many to choose from. I can't remember which one's which. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the. Tr- mm, I want to say trophy maybe, but actually no, that does. I don't know. They're playing a cup game. <laughs> um, I think S4K are home for the first time. They will host Oxford City um, after they were dumped out the cup by Burfield on penalties last season. So um, last weekend rather sorry so that should be a good one they're obviously new to the division as well so playing a few new sides um I think Oxford City was sort of in and around the top of the division last season as well so that might be quite a tricky one for them but still still an interesting one nonetheless as they are new um and then elsewhere in division three um that's obviously where lots of our Berkshire sides are so there's always likely to be a Berkshire tie um, Cavisham versus Shimfield. So Shimfield are new to the division, having won the development division. So I think that should be good for them. Um, Cavisham aren't having quite the... Actually, no, sorry. Cavisham haven't played yet. So um, they'll be wanting to kind of enter the division with a, a win, essentially. So that should be a good one. Um, and then another Barcher tie, uh, Taplow are playing Wargrave. Um, so, yeah, a few few good uh, Barcher Derbies, I guess, are we calling them? I can't remember what we decided last season if we can yeah. call them Derbies if they play Berkshire sides every weekend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah a few nice county games, I yes. guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, how uh, have you got a, a pick for the uh, the women's fixtures, Tom? Is there anything um, you would like yes. to uh, add? Maidenhead United away to Exeter City, um, just for mm. just for distance, seems like uh, like quite a, quite a good one. Um, the Women's trip. National League yes. Cup. Um, so. I did have a question about uh, the Thames <laughs> Valley Counties Women's Football League. Um, Abby, I noticed that uh, Ascot Reserves beat 
Banbury 8-0 last week. Yes. And in terms of results, and we've talked a lot in the past about the step up and the difference between the levels in the divisions, um, for a newly promoted team to beat someone else 8-0, I, that really surprised me. Is a Banbury just unfortunately in the wrong division? Or are Ascot that good? Or that was that was I just saw that last week when I was doing the results, and I just thought, wow. Um, I think Ascot are just that good. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, actually, they're both newly promoted because Banbury right. were. Oh, okay. Bam- so Banbury were in Division Two last season. Okay. They came fourth. So, but it's it's really tricky this season to really properly figure people out because they've had the restructure with the Southern Regions, mm. and so all of Division One essentially and some of Division Two have gone up. It's mm. really like kind of put the whole of Thames Valley slightly out of sync, I suppose. So it's quite tricky to be like, is that a good result or a bad result? Does that reflect them properly? Like, does that work kind of thing? So, um. I suppose, really though, if you if you think about it, I suppose because Ascot have come from three east and Banbury were fourth in Division Two, I suppose that mm. probably is a little bit of a um, strange sort of thumping by Ascot. But then equally, that like, we had our crazy like watching how if they were unbeaten, they remain unbeaten. So I suppose, mm. yeah, and the team is largely unchanged as far as I'm aware. So okay. um, that kind of core group of quality players is still there. So. Um, yeah, it's a little bit of a tricky one, but well. yeah, probably not the result Banbury wanted at all. No, so. <laughs> those well, yeah, Scott. the goal number of the weekend because unfortunately, our uh FA Cup teams got dumped out after eight goals as well. So maybe mm-hmm. I don't know, some sort of weird pact around Berkshire the last weekend. I think we'll probably get a few of these while the women's game in the region is growing so much because because yeah. the, the game is growing, new teams are getting added all the time, the new divisions are getting added and we're having new restructures. You'll find teams that maybe like there'll be there'll be sort of differences in terms of uh, perhaps they haven't quite found the right level for them yet. And, you know, teams moving around, uh, players moving around because there's so many more options now. So, you know, things like this will happen as the women's game grows and, you know, yeah. Maybe in 10 years' time, everyone will be in sort of a more secure division and the 8-0 wins will be uh, less frequent. But uh, let's enjoy it while we can, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Well, that was a good question, Tom. I just tuned out by this point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least you're on the call and tuned out now as opposed to uh, off it. Um, before we wrap up, is there any other business? Uh, Tom, you look poised like you want to. Yes, um, I love a th- an FA Cup first. And uh, hopefully, Abby, you haven't already highlighted this, but um, Louise Delaney yes, got. Okay, fine. Move on. <laughs> um, you can say right. it again, though. It's worth celebrating. No, it's great. Um, there will be something up on FIB today. Uh, I guess the only other thing then was hope everybody's enjoying the fixtures and results service. Yeah. Looking good, it's looking Very good. good. So smart, Anything for you, Abby? No, I don't think so. Um, no, I think I'm good today. Very good. Well, why don't I let you do the uh, no, no, I'm just uh, I would just um, I know it's a football in Berkshire thing, but I'd say um, the new fixtures and results um site that is up there is incredibly useful if you're trying to look up um, uh, all the uh, games that are going on this 
weekend or on any date really so uh congratulations to tom and uh, uh steve gab who i know worked on that really well i think it's steve a, a, incredible more than me okay. <laughs> so yeah credit where it's due to both of you um but um also uh, i know there might be the few uh leagues or teams that uh, are getting added still getting added so uh watch this space but if you are ever at a loss and thinking oh i wouldn't mind seeing a game of football tonight or in a couple of days all you need to do now is get onto Football in Berkshire and you can see exactly uh, which games are being played at any time. And it's really, really useful. So, yeah, great bit of a resource there for local football. Okay, Abby, why don't you wrap it up and tell everyone where we can find, uh, where they can find all our output. Yes, indeed. So if you would like to go and look at those delicious results and fixtures coming up, you can go to our website, which is footballinbarkshire.co.uk. And you can also find us on social media. So you can type in FI Berkshire for the men's and FIB underscore women for the women's on Twitter. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. And you can even find us on LinkedIn these days. Very good. Don't we have a TikTok account as well now, Tom? Yes, we do. <laughs> I'm a bit limited in what I'm doing on it at the moment, but yeah, we Tom's do. Tom's going to be bringing out new football celebrations and dances yeah. very soon. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> if that's yeah. what you're starting with, I'm worried. But, I mean, yeah. I don't think we're going to yeah. get any followers with that, but sure. I don't know. If you're middle-aged and want to look at uh, some TikTok output that might be more suitable to you, Perhaps, uh, yeah, give it a go now until we give it to someone younger than Tom to uh, <laughs> give the login to someone younger than Tom. <laughs> oh, very okay. Good indeed. Anyway, so that's it from us this week. Thank you very much to uh, for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with some more um, ramblings about the uh, football in Berkshire. Uh, but until then, it's uh, goodbye from Tom Canning. Goodbye. Goodbye from Abby Tysurst. See ya. And it's goodbye from me. Goodbye, everyone. This episode of Berkshire Football Stories was hosted by Rob Davis and featured Abby Tysurst and Tom Cannon. Produced in the loosest sense of the word by Tom Canning. Our intro music is called Space Camp from the album Everyday Adventures by Reading's very own Rocket Kings, which you can find on Spotify and all good music outlets. Find Football Impartial on Twitter, Facebook, www.footballimpartial.co.uk. Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330 118 0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation and let them know Football in Berkshire sent you.